I'm Stargate Pioneer from the Starling Tribune, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready, because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. The Gunna Geek Network presents the latest installment of all things good and nerdy. With your hosts, Naki. Internet is really, really great. Forborn. Anthony. No pants, all bacon and dick butts. And Chris. So I'm going to say this as nice as I can. You go to hell, sir. You go to hell and you die. <laughs> They're here each week to talk about the latest in nerd news. And sometimes they bring a special guest host along, too. As Magneto once said, Ha ha ha, welcome to die! I want to cut you all. I'm just going to cut you all. Meat candy. Woohoo! You have boobs! So kick your feet up and relax as you take in the latest crazy episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Today is my ode to the man who ate 95 meals at Olive Garden. Hail to you, Olive Garden man. Indeed. Um... As of right now, or the last article that I found, he has eaten over $1,500 worth of food. Um, He's been eating at Olive Garden twice a day. Um, And this pasta pass that he bought is valid for all pasta, salad, bread, and Coke drinks. I'm just like... Oh, so it's good for soda, too? It is. Not their pink lemonade. No. No pink lemonade for you. I'm sad. But, but, soda. <laughs> I mean, this guy, this guy's my new hero because he he did the math and he's like, all right, if I pay a hundred dollars for this pasta pass, which is only open to a to a thousand people, you know, if I pay a hundred bucks for this pasta pass, I'm gonna eat all the pasta. So I, I guess my question is, Olive Garden probably makes money off of most people on that, and then you've got a few that are just like, I'm gonna stick it to the system and eat all Olive Garden for like a month. And, and kudos to him. Yes. He's getting his bucks worth, but at the same time, his cholesterol is probably going through the roof. Oh my god, there's so much salt in their food. Yeah, and to be honest, I don't think Olive Garden's food, for the most part, is very good. I'm not the only one! I like, their, I like their soup. The minestrone soup is okay, and the one meal I actually like is like the braised beef and tortellini, and that's good. But the other stuff, I'm just like, meh. Too many weird I... sauces and flavors. And blech. True story. I can't stand Olive Garden. True story, I mean, bro. I mean, they um, I get where they started, and like years ago, I didn't mind it. Last time I went to Olive Garden, I got just a fettuccine alfredo, which if you don't know what that is, it's a thick noodle with white sauce. It's like a fettuccine. Man, this is so out of context. You're let's, a thick noodle. Let's power through it, though. <laughs> um. So, and I got, like, a side of uh, chicken to go on top of it. And I was just like, there we go. Easy dinner. There's no way that this could be ruined. False. Because all it was was salt. I swear to God. Oh, I wish you, I wish that I was not afraid of doing um, camera, being, when, especially on Sunday mornings, because I just woke up. Um, because I'm actually doing Louis C.K. fingers right now with the... Um, but all I got, or well, not Louis C.K. Louis Black. No, don't turn on my camera. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but it's just like, oh, so bad. And I've never, I've never gone back to Olive Garden because, like, the past few times, every time I go, it's salt. I love mm-hmm. salt. No, I don't. I do. So, so uh, Big Papa, aka one Stephen John Drew, aka Chris Hardwick, NHL in the chat room. Has said, I'd feel conflicted because I love their breadsticks so much, but then I'd be like, what a waste of my pasta pass. He goes, we don't have Olive Garden here, a.k.a. Canada. (laughs) So whenever we go to the U.S., we get it. We like it. So you shut your mouths. Well, you're welcome to have our fancy Olive Garden when you come to the real part of the world, Stephen. It's okay. Or, or Stephen, you come to Chicago. I will take you... To any place that is ten times better. <laughs> That's true. And then Neil brings up a good point on the pasta pa- on Olive Garden. They go, well, they're losing money on him. We're getting a ton of free advertising on podcasts. That is true. The fact that that's gone viral has probably helped them with sales, I would imagine. I can't guarantee this because I'm not an expert. 
Well, what do I know, yeah. right? It's hard. It's hard to um. There's because of all the Facebook. Like I saw it on Facebook, like all over my Facebook, because you know, I, I I'm a cheap ass, and to get fifteen hundred dollars worth of food for a hundred seems like a good deal, except for the fact that you are going to have so much salt in you. Yeah. But, I, uh, Neil also raised a good point. He goes, I think a few weeks ago, John Oliver on Last Week Tonight did a good bit on Olive Garden. He really did. I had to... investors basically like, our food tastes like shit. Yay! God bless John Oliver. I love John Oliver. I'm so behind in Last Week Tonight, but I love John Oliver. And Big Papa says he's afraid of Chicago. Don't be afraid of Chicago. I'm here. Okay, that's a good Yeah, that doesn't help any. But on, on that note, remember, Naki's in Chicago. She's going to be at a con next week talking about our stuff. That's true. I was just going to plug that. Speaking of Chicago. <laughs> Look how I tied that all together. It's like I got it's, a little practice or something. That's so amazing, Chris. Um, WindyCon is next week. Um, I will be there. Boyfriend will be there. A few of our listeners have said they were going to be there. Um I will have a whole bunch of shit to give away. Like, uh, just like, we're, I'm going to do raffles. So i got to go and get raffle tickets, by the way. Um, I will have flyers. I will have a pretty banner with our new logo on it. We'll do the unveiling there. Bum, bum, um, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, I'm going to set up board games on, like, half of the table. So, like, come by and play board games with us. Um, I'll be streaming some of the shows, or at least downloading and uh, playing the shows on... on um, so people can see. Um, what Naki's not telling you is this is actually our new logo right here. We just didn't want to share it right away. You're ruining my unveiling! <laughs> for, for those on the audio podcast, it is the Star Wars logo with all things good and nerdy in it. Um, so I'll have unveiled our new, uh, our new logo that Chris just ruined for me. Um, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with what I just showed, guys. It's much better than the Star Wars logo. Um, on top of that, I'll have a bunch, like I said, a bunch of giveaway raffle giveaways. I'll have candy because that's what you do. You have candy. Um, and I'll be in the junior foyer, I believe, is what it's called. Okay. Um, I'll double check that. So before we get into the show itself, uh, Chris Hardwick, NHL, a.k.a. Big Papa, a.k.a. Stephen John Drew, goes, shit, Naki, I forgot to respond to your email. I'm the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so just thanks. reminded him of this con right here. So it's like a double feature, the opening of this podcast. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, thanks, Mr. President. I'm glad you are responding to me. I just figured he hates me now. So well, he's, got, he's got two bebes now. So that I know, that's true. He's, he's got two bebes. So he's, he's getting a little bit... Still. He gets a little bit of leeway. And he had to move the Gunna Geek site's host because I guess they're really crappy and the site was down. So he's been busy. It's been a busy time. But yes, we will be in the I will be in the junior foyer. I will have boyfriend in tow. You might remember boyfriend from previous episodes, such as the Star Wars funeral that we did. And uh he was on with Anthony and myself when Chris was away. Um and we probably talked about things and stuff. Um, it's but I believe I believe draft, Draftsman said he was going to stop by. And, you know, so we'll have people there. But Come make friends. About talking about things and stuff, that's what we do here on episode 132 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. Stuff and is, things. Stuff and things. It's being recorded live on Sunday, November 9th, 2014. I'm Chris. Joining me today is, of course, Naki. Hi. And Anthony will be joining us shortly. He's running a little behind today. I just got a message from him. So he's going to randomly pop in, all of you people watching the podcast, watching the live stream. And, and uh, he will punch somebody in the throat. He might throat punch someone. It's entirely possible. I mean, I mean, why would he? I mean, Anthony is pretty big and strong, so well, it would just be... Let's be honest. What better way to announce yourself to a crowd of people than to come in and throat punch someone? That's like instant respect. Exactly. It's kind of like when you go to jail and you have to big up, beat up the biggest guy there. Yeah, and he's coming back, papa, <laughs> and then ow. I don't know how that's going to work over the internet, to be honest, but we'll figure well, it out. Maybe, maybe we'll, we build a robot to throat punch. I was gonna say maybe we should give him a, a cutout of somebody to throat punch. Who does he dislike? Does he dislike anything? 
probably the New England Patriots right now because they beat the shit out of his Broncos last week. That's true. And we should get him a him Lose to me in fantasy football. He is 0-2 against me in fantasy football. I'm beating him by an average of 45 points every time we play. So suck it. And he won't hear this because we're, he's not here. So remind me to do that when he gets here. Um, we should get him a cutout of Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a bitch. I dislike Tom Brady. I don't even watch football that much anymore. Yeah. I dislike hey, your Packers, and you know it's Packers-Bears tonight, right? Is it really? Yeah. Uh, but I don't have time to taunt you on the internet. <laughs> well, we saw how effective your taunting was last time when the Packers blew them out. I know. In Chicago. It was a, it was a sad day. But you know what? Jay Cutler sucks. <laughs> like, I can't... Like, I've got nothing. I have no... Like, I, I, I can't... Because I can't say anything good about Jay Cutler ever. So, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're going to have to quit the network now because uh, Steven just said that the Pats rule. So I'm tendering my resignation for all going to geek related uh, podcasts right now. But let's move on to the news week because that's more fun. I thought Mr. President was a good person. He was. He was. But news of the week. News of the week. News of the week. News team. Assemble. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet, it's the news of the week. I'm going to go first because my news is pretty short and simple. I know a lot of folks, including myself, have been redonkulously excited because we'd heard last week, Operator let us know that Star Wars Episode 7 had finished filming. Well, Disney let loose the, uh, the title for Episode 7, and they did it in the weirdest way possible, just on Twitter. Like, we have wrapped filming on Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. So that'll be the official title of the new film. I have no idea what that means, but it reminds me of a fortune cookie type thing, so I want to say in bed at the end. So the, when, when they said that, all it made me think of what? Was it sleeping this whole time? Yes. Anakin made it go to sleep when he slaughtered all of the Jedi children and then had his lightsaber given to his son that was responsible for genocide. Oh, okay. Now, I honestly have no idea what any of it means, but it has been cool to get that information and inspired a whole new meme where everyone can create these Star Wars opening credits with whatever text they want in between. So I've seen some funny ones out there. The Force was sleepy. The Force is very sleepy. Now it's awake. I had assumed they were probably finished filming because Mark Hamill posted a picture of himself and he had no beard. No more beards. No more beard. He's back to clean shaven Mark Hamill. So we've still got, what, December next year to wait for that? We've got a whole year. I was, was going to say, we've got time. They're they're probably doing a whole bunch of special effects and editing and shit, you know. I had also seen on Twitter, and now God knows because it's Twitter, that supposedly the Episode 7 trailer is done. They just haven't released it yet. So, I was going to say, like, I was hoping for stuff with Big Hero 6. We did get, um, we got the trailer for the new Pixar movie. Um, where it is the voices in the girl's head of each of her emotions. Um, and that looks that looks really good. Um, but we did not get anything else, like, the, of, of the Disney variety, really. I think they're slow rolling it out because they know they've got a captive audience and they want all their attention right now to be focused on, I don't know, their other huge movie coming out, Avengers 2. Oh, we also, uh, we did get uh, Tomorrowland, which looks kind of cool, but it's another Disney series based off of a ride, so I don't know. A ride that might go away, because there's also rumors floating around that they're going to redo a bunch of Disney to put in Marvel stuff to expand the Star Wars stuff. It's going to be ridiculous, and I want to go, because I haven't been to Disney World since 1989. You need to go back to Disney World. I do need to go back to Disney World, like, immediately. I bet Disney you Anthony Hoffman needs to go to Disney World, too. He'll let us know when he gets on. Everybody yeah, should go to Disney World. that poorly. His picture showed up. Disney World for everybody. Disney I honestly think so. I, well, actually, no, I lied. I went to Disneyland Paris when we lived overseas, but that sucked. I was going to say, how is Disney Paris? Rude. And crude? With the no, it's not crude. The, it was pretty cool, though, because there was never a line for the Indiana Jones roller coaster, so I rode that like eight times in a row just by getting out of line and jumping right back in line. Nice. And then I got a little, like I was a little motion sick after that and had to sit down for ten minutes. Yeah, well, that happens. Of, it was a lot of roller coastering or coasterizing. I don't know what the right term is. 
Rasterizing? I don't know, but I've been killing time. Let's talk to you, Naki. What's your news of the week? I bet it's pretty good. It is pretty good. I don't know. I have mixed emotions on it. Um, my news of the week is that Toy Story 4 has been greenlit with Tom Hanks and um, Tim Allen signed on. So um, I have mixed emotions on it. Mostly because Toy Story 3 was such a really, really good ending and a wrap to the series, even with their, you know, they've got the little Halloween specials and stuff like that. Toy Story 3 was a really, really good wrap to that series. So I'm kind of, I'm not hesitant on it by any means. I don't think there's any Pixar movies. Oh, no, I take that back. We've got Cars 2. That was a terrible movie. I never saw Cars 1 or 2. Um... I think there's a third. Cars one wasn't bad. I didn't get into it, um, but Cars two was shitty. So <laughs> um, they did say it was what sometime in 2017 for Toy Story four. Yeah, I mean we've got time. Um, I will probably still go see it because it's me. Um, first up on kids movies that I will be seeing like right away is the new Minions movie that's coming out. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big Despicable Me fan. Um, the Minions movie looks hysterical. Uh, there is a Penguins of Madagascar movie, which I don't really have much interest in, but Boyfriend does, and um, we saw the trailer for it last night. It actually does look pretty funny. Um, and then, uh, what, what were the other trailers we saw? Those are the ones I can think of off the top of my head. Um, Some more background on Toy Story 4. They did say that John Lasseter is going to be directing and involved. And John Lasseter, if you don't remember, is the Pixar chief who basically started the Pixar movement in motion with all of their films back in 95. It was also announced that Rashida Jones from Parks and Recreation and her screenwriting partner, Will McCormick, will be writing the script. They also, I believe they wrote Toy Story 2, right? I don't remember. They, they also did say that the story was conceived by, quote, the Pixar Brain Trust, which is John Laster, Finding Nemo's Andrew Stanton, and then Up in Monster Inc.'s Pete Docter. Oh, and Toy Story 3's Lee Unkrich, I think is the name. So people that have been involved with a lot of Pixar's other successes are going to be involved in Toy Story 4, and that makes me feel less scared. Yes. I mean, I, I, I put my trust into Pixar. They, they let me down in... in like, Cars 2, and apparently they did Planes, which I didn't even know, but it's set in the Cars universe. Uh, Neil brings up a good point in the chart. He goes, Toy Story 4, but still no date for Incredibles 2, for fuck's sake. I know! <laughs> That's terrible! Incredibles 2, I'm so excited for. And, my fa and we were talking about this yesterday, um, about how our favorite meme that has come out in the recent years came from The Incredibles, where they put Obama in... Um, the guy, I can't think of, Frozone's, uh, they put Obama's face on Frozone's body, and, woman, where is my super suit? <laughs> yeah. So, we've, we've been keeping it quiet, but anyone watching live, you've seen that Anthony's here, so Anthony, what is your take on Toy Story 4 happening? My take is, how can we be that excited about Incredibles 2, which is just another Fantastic Four movie, when there's still no goddamn sequel to Dread? <laughs> Dread 2. <laughs> I want some dread too, goddammit. I don't think that's going to happen, sadly. <laughs> I, I admire your, your stance, though. You want to talk about internet memes, though? Dear God. There's a Facebook page for Dread 2, and all it is is just pictures of this movie getting your green light and then Dread's face going. Nice. <laughs> I love it. It really so is. What was the question, Chris? <laughs> What's that? What was how the question? You, how do you <laughs> feel about Toy Story 4? I think you pretty much answered it by saying how you felt about Toy Story 4, that you'd rather have Dread 2. <laughs> I would rather have Dread 2. I don't know. Toy Story, like, it, it is, it's literally one of those things, like, I mean, a lot of people don't realize that Joss Whedon wrote a lot of the Toy Story stuff, and he's just apparently fantastic and can do no wrong. And it kind of, like, the trilogy kind of wrapped up perfectly, didn't it? I mean, it really I don't know, did. it's really... It's one of those ones where you think, like, there's no possible way it needs a sequel. But then, honestly, like, I love the Scream films. I think they're some of the best, like, you know, meta horror films ever. And I didn't see any reason for the fourth one. But the fourth one really did have a good commentary on the new, like, the teenagers of the day when they did the film. So it was a good sequel. It's, it's hard to say, you know, what they're doing with it. Because you can't... 
I mean, it's easy to say that Disney Pixar is going to go back to the well because they know toys will give them more money. It's just it's an instant paycheck. But at the same time, you got to figure with all those guys involved that have been involved with the previous Toy Stories, they're not going to do it unless they have a good story in mind. Agreed. And he's, I think John Laster said something to that effect in an interview. He goes, look, we love these guys, too. If we didn't think we were going to do... If we thought, excuse me, rather, if we thought we were going to do them a disservice, we wouldn't do it. Because yeah. let's be honest, Disney's making money hand over fist on all these other properties. They don't really need to try money grow for Toy Story 4. Well, yeah, they're, Toy they're Story new, uh, is still making the money, too. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And their new Marvel movie that's not called a Marvel movie is probably going to do them pretty well because Big Hero 6 fucking rocked people. Yes, it, it did. Fucking amazing. I, I saw, saw all the previews that Naki saw, and yeah, good shit, and the Minions movie is going to be awesome. Banana? <laughs> Banana? Banana? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Bob! Bob! I haven't, been, I haven't been to see Big Hero 6. It's on my list, but I think I'm going to do, think going to do Interstellar first. Um, nice. That's probably a better adult film. I went and saw Big Hero 6 because, as far as I'm concerned, technically it is a Marvel film because it was based on a Marvel comic. So my streak is still alive. That's like 34 in a row. I went and saw it opening day on Friday. I took the day off from work and went and saw Big Hero 6. It was fucking That's impressive. Great. I've seen every movie since Blade 1. <laughs> Big opening Hero 6 is just... was It was really funny. It made you laugh. It made you cry. Um... I want a Baymax of my own. Well, they made a uh, Disney Infinity figure, or there will be one coming soon. Yeah, it was good. They, they Disney-fied the storyline a little bit, but not enough to where like it doesn't feel like a weaker version of the comic. It's just it's a it's a slightly different story, but it's really well done. And dear God, the graphics on it—that opening sequence where they show a uh, San Francisco, the yeah. the. The water sequence, like this, is the most realistic a Pixar, a Disney Pixar film has ever looked, and it's utterly fantastic. Like the the graphics on it were so much better than the last Pixar film I saw, and like it's a jump that I don't even realize that they they could go that much higher into realism and still make a world extremely cartoony. It's it was such a, a fine line that they ran, but dear God, it was a beautiful movie. Um, what did you see it in 3D or did you see it in uh, the regular? Regular. Okay. Um, I was curious to see how they did it in 3D. Not that I could see it or anything like that, but um, <laughs> just to see, just to see, just to hear how it would look, because it looked like it would be one of those movies that would be really cool in 3D. It probably would have worked pretty good in 3D, especially for kids. But yeah, I've I've always been of the school where if it's not shot in 3D, I'm not going to see it, and there's really no such thing as a a 3D exactly. cartoon. So, uh, yeah, I, it, for me, it's not worth putting on the contacts and then wearing the glasses. But and yeah, paying it, five it, extra dollars. Yeah, and paying more money. It's probably it probably would be a good one for kids to see in 3D, where they would probably enjoy it with all the stuff that was going in and out of the screen, just tracking wise for the shots. Well, the microbots. Oh, definitely the microbots. Yeah, the waves of the waves of microbots coming at you all the time would probably work real good in 3D. But no, I saw it regular. Neil was giving us some facts in here. He goes, Big Hero 6 topped the weekend box office with uh, $56.2 million, while Interstellar, Nolan's last, Nolan's latest movie, ended its debut launch with $52.15 million. Oh, nice. And see, I saw Friday's numbers, and they said that Interstellar had barely beat out Big Hero 6 for Friday's numbers. But also, we haven't seen the end of today's numbers, so... Yeah, <laughs> it, it's one of those ones, like, those two are fighting, which, it's, I mean, that's a, that's a good fight. Because it's definitely you know an adult movie versus a kids movie, exactly. Disney Pixar versus a Nolan film. Like the same people aren't going to those two movies, and so it really is a choice. Is like you know, okay, you're gonna go see this one or this one. You know that the adults are going to see you know Big Hero Six too, though too. I mean, it's I I don't know many adults who don't like the Pixar movies alone. You know, even without their without their kids or kids in general. I mean. I don't know anybody who doesn't is, like Did you stay until the end credit sequence? I did. That was the best <laughs> cameo. The, be the best non-Marvel Marvel movie ever? Yes. <laughs> I can't say anything because Chris hasn't seen it. <laughs> I'll take my headphones off for a few. But... That's all I've been telling people. This is the, one of the best non-Marvel Marvel movies ever. 
because you have to. There is an end credit sequence, just like a Marvel film. Do, do yeah, you guys, want, do you guys want a fact that Neil gave us in the chat room that might make Anthony cry? Uh oh. There's no Dread sequel, but the director of the Stallone Judge Dread movie is now calling the shots on Gotham. Well, that'll fucking make Gotham go downhill probably pretty quick. <laughs> I think Gotham's already pretty down there. I mean, I did catch up on Arrow, and I did watch the first episode of Flash, and, like, there are fields, like, huge, huge, huge amounts better than Gotham, so... I still haven't watched Gotham, although I did start Constantine. And how do you feel about Constantine? Constantine, I'm in, I'm interested, but it hasn't reached that level of I have to see it. I finished the pilot, and I was like, okay, that's okay, I can see the promise. I'll probably watch the next two or three episodes, and if it doesn't hook me, I'm probably going to quit, because I don't see the reason to waste my time watching it. If I'm just kind of like, eh. I like the guy playing John Constantine. He, he has the cocky asshole roll down perfectly. Yeah, he's good. I've only seen the the, yeah, the pilot so far, but I really liked it. And, I have yeah, not seen any of that one. I didn't catch any of my comic book shows this week. I'm behind. Well, there was no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week, and there was no Flash this week because of the elections in the United States. So the only new one was Arrow and uh, Constantine, I believe. And I won't talk to you about Arrow because, well, let me describe how I described it in the uh, Starling City, excuse me, Starling Tribune podcast. It's a filler episode, which is really fun, until about the last minute and a half of the show, and then it brings you back on to the overarching story of who shot Sarah. Yeah, uh, see, and I think some of the shit I saw, like, flipping through my Facebook might have kind of ruined what was going on, so I might know more than I need to at this point already. I don't believe how they set it up for who shot her, so we're okay. I don't... I didn't feel like it was a filler episode, because you never really got... It was a Felicity episode. You never really got her background, so I was glad that they they did that. Filler episode might be harsh. The way I described it on there is it was a good episode. I like the change of pace like that, but it, it had kind of the feel of a filler episode, but it's not quite, if that makes sense. Yeah. You're I, just I mean, saying I get the story forward. It, it, does, it does in the last couple minutes, but I get I get where you're coming from. I think just because I'm, I'm harshed towards uh, the term filler episode because when I used to write... Um, for sciencefiction.com, I used to have to do an uh, episode review. And let me tell you, when you have to watch an episode piece by piece four or five times so you can give a full-on summary of the episode without, you know, actually putting in your two cents until the end, um, <laughs> you can tell which ones are filler episodes. And this one did not feel filler to me. <laughs> Once upon a time, most of that show is a filler episode. <laughs> it, it continued to develop Felicity's story, which was good, but I felt like it took us off the main story that's being set up this season for the bulk of the show. So, in my mind, that's sort of what makes the filler or more of a standalone episode. I guess maybe standalone is the word I should have gone with. It's yeah, not like I would go trying with to put an episode in there to meet their order, but it's more of a standalone that then pulls you back in at the very end. I was just well, happy to see more Felicity time. I was going to say, yeah, plus the show's based on, like, half of it being flashbacks to Ollie and figuring out what happened to him on the island or during his five years away. So doing one episode to flashback to Felicity, there, I, I see nothing wrong with that. And then she, she's hot. Like, that actress is just so damn hot. She Get her looks, on camera. I mean, that's looks like right. Lady <laughs> one of the scenes. Yeah, I saw somebody did a, a, a cut of uh, her with the long black hair and then side-by-side uh, side with um, the image from Death, the High Cost of Living from DC Comics. Yeah. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> so, so looking back in the chat room, Neil said the last Gotham episode was really good, actually. He said there was a great Gotham Nightline cast talking about it, and it was a really good episode of Constantine this week with Papa Midnight brought in. Um, Big Papa, a.k.a. Chris nice. Hardwick in there, says, uh, The Flash is becoming a little too campy for my liking at times. I still like it. However, Arrow is my favorite. Neil said, got to agree, Arrow is number one for me. And then Steven followed up with, I feel like The Flash has been written to appeal to all ages, which at times feels weird for me. It, it is a lighter-hearted show. They said that going in. Um, it is. I, I also like that it's going to be the, the villain of the week in a way that uh, Arrow hasn't been because Flash is going to be the show they use to introduce superpowers. And after fucking uh, Wentworth Miller as Captain Cold, badass, dear God, like... Nothing is better than The Flash. I've loved Arrow. 
I, that show has been such a blast for the last two years and now into the third season. I, I mean, thoroughly enjoyed it, but I think Flash is actually a funner show. I look at it this way. If my problem with Arrow and Flash, my only problem though is I can't figure out which one I like more, that's a good <laughs> problem to have. Because it's very true. Depending on what happens. Yeah, see, I think at this point, Flash is just a little bit above it, and that's only because I like seeing the, the, the more super-powered aspect of it. It feels more comic booky, and for that reason, I really love the Flash because they're doing it so well. You were saying something, Naki. We kept cutting you off. I'm sorry. Um, I've only watched the, the pilot of the Flash, so I haven't gotten very obviously far into it. Um, I've said this before, that I just enjoy Barry Allen more than I enjoy Oliver Queen. Um, this reigns, too, in the comic books side of the thing, so, too. Because um, I never really got into Green Arrow, but I always liked Flash, in a sense. Um, but see, I think my man crush on Stephen Amell makes me like Arrow a little more right now. Because, I'll be, I'll be fair, most men have man crushes on Stephen Amell. I like and, using and his mustache. Yes. I like using Stephen Amell as my workout motivation. Yeah. He's, he's my workout motivation, because it's like, all right, this guy's running up walls. I can run up walls. I could do that. And then I fall on my face. But that's okay, because I did it. <laughs> so, so are we, we going to have Stephen Amell to thank when Naki cripples herself? That's, yes. That's not going to be good. It's possible. So uh, There's some more conversation going on in the chat room I want to bring us back to. Uh, Stephen said, I find myself having a real moment with the Flash, then they have a weird dialogue that makes you go, hey, kids, this is for you. <laughs> He goes, I still enjoy it, though. Neil brought up a really good point. I'm not caught up on this comic. He says, but in the Arrow season two and a half graphic novel, they just introduced Black Adam, which is canon for the TV show. So that's intriguing. If Black Adam's actually in there, I'm about an issue behind, but the Arrow season 2.5 has been fun, describing how Roy gets his costume and stuff like that. I don't know if the actor who plays Roy pulls off the costume. Like there's there's just one scene in in um in one of the episodes where he's in his costume and he's got this like serious face on and I actually outright laughed because it just <laughs> looked so weird and I was just like I don't understand. No, I, I don't understand why you don't pull off this costume. <laughs> part of the costume looks like a corset. That's the problem. The parts of it that are like pulled together with string, it looks like it's part corset. It's like that's it's just weird. <laughs> I had a hard time buying him seriously, and there's a moment in this episode, very, very minor spoiler, where he and Ollie are standing shoulder to shoulder in costume and shoot arrows into a crowd. And when they did that in concert, like at the exact same time, exact same kind of shot, it pulled off for me. I was like, okay, that's really cool. Nice. Very, very minor spoiler on that, because I'm just telling you they shoot something together. It was, it was just a moment where I, I saw him in the costume, and he had the super serious face on, but it just, I don't know if he just had his mouth weird or something, but I outright laughed, because it just looked so funny to me. He's super <laughs> serial. <laughs> so I will give him credit, though, because the, the kid's like a model turned actor, and he was on uh, the Teen Wolf show on MTV, and as an actor, he has grown leaps and bounds in the fucking Red Arrow character. I think they or if they're going to call him. He's Arsenal, I think they've said. Oh, they, they officially say he's Arsenal? The showrunners did an interview when they showed off the costume. I thought they said he was Arsenal. Uh, I'll call him Red Arrow. <laughs> yeah. And then I think Thea's going to end up being Speedy. I yeah, do really Thea, like. They did call her Speedy at the beginning. I yeah. like that they're finally developing her as a character. Yes. Yeah, the last episode that was kind of centric on her storyline was fucking badass. I've, I've had my, my qualms with uh, the way women are portrayed in, in television, and Arrow was on my list, but it's it's not one of my major players against. And I think it was just because it was so obvious to me because I was marathoning the show instead of watching it week by week. Because um, my friend uh, Danielle and I, who's actually, Danielle's actually been on the show, um, we were we were talking about it, and she was like, I think marathoning it makes it more evident to you, but, um, like, the worst offenders out there are, are far, far, far from Arrow. I mean, Arrow has, has done a lot to keep their women pretty much on, on the same level as Ollie, which is good. Except the fact that Laurel's an annoying bitch. Laurel will yeah. always annoy the shit out of me. 
<laughs> I think I stand alone yeah. on that one because everyone in Starling Tribune is like, I kind of like Laurel now, and I'm like, Ugh. no, she's still annoying to me. She's just hot. <laughs> I, I totally forgot that... that she was in the remake I don't of Nightmare Elm. She's that hot. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, I don't hot. find her attractive. I think she's pretty she hot. Lost... She's not publicity smoke hot, but she's pretty hot. <laughs> I think she lost she lost a lot of weight. I think, and it it was in her face, and it makes her face look edgy. I don't know. I don't like judging people on their looks, but I don't. Uh, I think I think the show does good though for the the female cast, especially when you look at all the CW shows. Like, I mean, it's the CW is not really going out there to try to win, you know, awards for the the best shows on TV. They're just trying to, you know, basically just be as popular as they can with the kind of teen to twenty demographic. And I think they do a pretty good job for like the the females on Arrow kicking ass. They do a really good job. I do want. We should probably wrap up the Arrow talk. But uh, one last thing I did want to say: Stephen Mel was saying, I think it was on Facebook. He goes, "I told you guys season two is going to be great after I'd rewatched season one." He goes, "I've rewatched season two, and season three is going to kick its ass. It's that good." So nice. type in it. God bless Stephen Amell and his Facebook skills. They make me lol. Yeah, if you're not following Stephen Amell on social media, you're missing out on what social media should really be for an actor on television. And like, I just had a brainchild for either a TV show or a movie. We need a Stephen Amell and The Rock buddy cop movie. Oh, dear God. That would <laughs> break the internet. <laughs> or make it better. Mr. Black Adam himself. I actually, I watched his uh his last movie last night. Hercules wasn't as bad as everybody says. Even though it's a Brett Ratner film, it actually was pretty good. And now you know why I didn't see it. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll, I'll tell you this: it's worth a dollar on Redbox. Like I'm, I paid a dollar for it. I'm not mad. So, I was going to wait for Netflix. Yeah, the the sequence where he's like straining against the chains, where The Rock did the interview and said that he actually had the. Um, oh, damn it! The props guys, instead of giving like fake chains that he could break, he quite literally had them use actual chain so that he could strain against it as hard as possible and make it look good. For that sequence alone, I'm pretty sure every woman should watch that movie because <laughs> I don't think The Rock has ever shown more muscle in his life because it's quite literally him chained to the ground and him straining with every fiber in his being to break those chains. It's such a great fucking sequence. But yeah, that uh, movie's fun. It is a lot better than I thought it was going to be after a lot of what people said. It was a fun film. Spe- speaking of The Rock, if you don't follow him on Instagram, you need to. Yeah. <laughs> His workouts are amazing. The rock, the rock everywhere. I love the fact that The Rock doesn't follow anybody on Twitter because he's The Rock. Because <laughs> I'm The Rock. <laughs> Good answer. The Rock. He doesn't follow anybody. <laughs> Uh, I want to give you a chance real quick, Anthony. Did you have anything you wanted to use for news of the week, or any big news you wanted to bring up? Uh, what what was your news of the week, Chris? I think I missed Star it. Wars. Oh uh, yeah, that, that was the only thing I was really thinking of. Was I think there was a, a little bit of news about Star Wars, maybe like something yeah, might have happened. The title release <laughs> is all I had, and then the fanboy speculation. Yeah, th- there was some good stuff about that. I don't think I really had anything. There there was nothing big in my world other than um the. Uh, the edge of the Spider-Verse and the Spider-Verse stuff has started, and they actually show a sequence in the Spider-Verse that I believe already uh, it uh, kind of curtailed the end of the New Warriors comic, and so even though the last issue of New Warriors hasn't come out, I think I know how it ends because of what they showed in, a, in the Spider-Verse, so that kind of made me angry, but the Spider-Verse books have been fucking fantastic so far. That's I, haven't read, I haven't read any. Excuse me, any of them yet. But let's see. What else did I have sitting up here? I didn't I'm have a ton of them. So, a question for you guys: Have you guys seen the Too Many Cooks uh, parody that Adult Swim did? Uh I have I've, heard about it. I, I won't talk about it too much, other than to say, it's pretty friggin' brilliant. They parody all of those awkward '80s TV show intros and things like that, and then they start start skipping genres and going like a cop drama and things like that. It's an 11 and a half minute long parody that Adult Swim did of just intros to TV shows. I would strongly encourage you guys to watch it. It gets really super creepy at the end, but hilarious at the same time. If you like any of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force or Adult Swim type comedies, go check it out, because it's just weird but hilarious. I'm really not sure if I've liked any of this stuff on 
in like that group of comedy. I think oh. I'll stick with watching Key and Peele videos on YouTube. Yeah, that works Key too. Key is the best. To be fair, Did this you is see? on YouTube as well. Did you see the one where racism will save us from the alien invasion? Yes. God. That is quite possibly the coolest skit ever. Highly recommend that one. If you guys are in the chat room, I'm dumping in the Too Many Cooks link in there if anyone wants to watch it later. Oh, wow, I just realized there was a bunch of stuff going on in the chat room I missed. I apologize, guys. A little bit going on. It's all draftsman. You can't stop it. That is true. So to be fair, guys, I didn't have... I had one more news story, but we've been really Marvel-heavy lately, so I'm going to make it you guys call whether we should talk about it or not. I say we should skip just because the past two weeks we've been super Marvel-heavy, and I think we're probably beating it to death at this point, but that's me. And this is a story that will keep because it's speculation, so I'm cool with that. It is a world of speculation right now, especially with the Marvel Universe. There's so many announcements and so much, ooh, is this going to happen, is this going to happen? So what I was going to suggest is we used to play games a lot on here, and since it's been kind of a slow news week, I, I might have a game ready for us to play. We'll even open it up with the chat room folks play as well. Do you guys remember a little game we like to call Porn or Pony? Hooray, Porn or Pony! Bring it on! If you don't remember and you haven't listened in a while or you don't remember the game, we've kind of realized ourselves and a bunch of people on the Internet that My Little Pony names and Porn Star names sound incredibly similar. So the, the goal here is, I don't know the answers yet either. I've got them sitting here in a, in a web game. I'm going to give you a name, and we have to collaboratively decide whether it's a porn star or a My Little Pony. You guys ready to go? I'm ready for this. The, the first name I have for you is Apple Bloom. Is that a porn star or a pony, guys? Pony. I'm thinking pony as well. I know Apple Blossom's a pony. I think Apple Bloom is his sister. Well, yeah, I'll take a pony, right? Let me type in pony. The correct answer, My Little Pony for April for Apple Bloom. Yay! Or our next pony and or porn star, April Flowers. Porn. Anthony, what are you thinking? Yeah, that's a porn star. I was going to say porn as well. The correct answer, porn star. Our Yay. next name is Autumn Hayes. Sure <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure This name is Autumn Hayes. I'm saying porn star. I'm going porn star. Porn star. Porn star. So the correct answer here is porn star. Yay. I'm pretty positive I've seen her naked. The next name. I'm sure Jasmine's loving this game, by the way. <laughs> he probably knows a lot of them. Next name we have is Baby Snookums. Is that a porn star or a pony? I hope to God it's a pony name, but I think it's a porn star. I name. think it's a porn star. I'm going pony. You're going pony, so we're split the pony. The porn stars <laughs> have it, though. No, it is a My Little Pony. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that would be a fucking creepy porn star name. <laughs> That's why I was what thinking you porn name? Baby Snookums. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so our next name is Bambi Woods. That's gotta be a porn star. I'm thinking uh, porn star. Completely a porn star. The correct answer, porn star. Sorry, I was looking. Oh yeah, and Neil is playing along. The chat room, sorry if you guys are playing. The fact that you're behind us by about 40 seconds, it's really hard for us to know what you're saying is porn or pony. So I apologize. <laughs> Oh crap, I thought I closed the wrong window. Okay, so the next name, is this a porn star or a My Little Pony? Belladonna. I'm pretty positive that's both. That's a, that's a retired porn star because she got herpes. <laughs> well, he sounds like the expert on knowing this, so I'm going to side with Anthony and say porn star. <laughs> the correct answer is, in fact, porn star for Belladonna. I love this game. I feel yeah, like Anthony good. knows a lot about Belladonna. I think if we could get Adahe back on the show, let me put this one. His nickname in college when I met him was Porn King because he would raid everybody's porn folders on the shared network. Wow. You probably know a lot of these tips. Hey, I was a sailor. I know a lot about porn. Okay, good point. <laughs> you might know all of the porns. <laughs> Maybe not all, but it's damn high percentage. So our next name is Candy Apples. 
Is that a porn star or am I a little pony? Pony. Pony. I will go pony. The correct answer is porn star. Ugh. We've only gotten two wrong so far, though. Does that mean he's covering caramel and nuts? Well, probably the nuts. I mean, that's just giving him. I feel like oh. nuts. At, by the end of the video, she's covered in nuts. <laughs> Do we have theme music playing for this? I feel like we should have some sort of theme music. I gotta find something that we'd be allowed to find. I could just try and find some uh, Creative Commons licensed porn music to play in the background for this bit if you guys want. <laughs> I'll look for it when I do the episode editing. <laughs> so our, our next game I have for you guys, is this a porn star or a My Little Pony Celeste star? Pony. Pony? Anthony? Uh, I'll go pony. I'm going, I was going to say porn, but since the ponies have it, we'll go pony. It is a porn star. Oh. Ooh. I know Rachel's star is a porn star. I didn't know about Celeste star. <laughs> I'm going to skip around some now and see what my culture No way we're doing all 45 this week. <laughs> the next is uh, Chelsea Blue. And it's uh, blue for the color, not B-L-E-W. Just to clear, clarify. Still, still going porn star. Yeah, porn star. I'm thinking porn star as well. The correct answer is porn star, in fact. Hooray! The next one, Cherry's Jubilee. Is that a porn star or a pony? <laughs> I could go either way. I'm going to go with porn star, but... Uh... I'm thinking porn star. Ooh, we got a two vote for porn star, so we're going to go. That is a My Little Pony. Yes. Nice. Uh, we'll do... There's two more cherry ones I've got to do. Them. Cherry Blossom. Porn star <laughs> or pony? Pony. Pony. Yeah, I think pony. The correct answer is My Little Pony. Uh, next up, the last of our cherry names, Cherry Mirage. Pornstar. Pornstar. Porn. Yeah. It is, in fact, a porn star. Now, this is the name I've been waiting to get to because I don't know what the actual answer is. Chocolate Stallion. <laughs> is that a porn star or a pony? I'm afraid of the porn star and the pony. I am too. Uh, I mean, I guess it, it would make sense if they added male porn star names in this as well, but the uh, Chocolate Stallion would definitely be a porn star name. <laughs> There's some guy working no matter what that website says. <laughs> I mean, I'm going porn star, but... Let's go porn star on that. Sorry, the timer ran out on this event, so I had to refresh the page. It is, in fact, a porn star for Chocolate Stallion. And now all I can envision is nothing good. Nothing. I'm looking in the chat room right now, and Draftsman and Neil are both playing along. And uh, Draftsman says, oh, Chris, the porn show is actually running in New Jersey. This is actually kind of funny, watching everyone play along in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. I love this game. We'll bring it back again. Don't worry. We'll do a few more names, and then we'll wrap it up, because we're starting to run low on time. Let's see. Let's go with Georgia Peach. Is that a porn star or my little pony? I think that's a porn star. But yeah, it would not surprise me to be a pony. I was thinking porn star as well. It is, in fact, a porn star. Let me skip around. Let's see. Because we all like damn Georgia peaches. Okay, this one's got to be lickety split. Is that, that a is a star? pony. You think pony? I'm thinking pony. Sadly, I think that is a pony, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It should it be someone's porn star name. It is will be tomorrow. It is a pony. We're good to go. Oh, okay, this one's got to be a porn star. Morning um, <laughs> Glory. Uh, I'm actually going Pony. Pony, what about yourself, Anthony? I'll say porn star. Porn star, so the porn stars have it. And no, it is a pony. Yeah! Ow. <laughs> Here you go. How about this one? Pinkie Pie. Oh, I know this one. That's a, that's a pony. I, I know that's a pony. I drew that pony. <laughs> It is, in fact, a pony. He's a party pony. Party pony. Um, how about Shy Love? Mm, going porn star. I'm going porn yeah. star. Porn star. It is a porn star. I've only got a few left. I'll go through. Uh, okay, this one's too good to pass up. Steamer. 
Is that a porn star or a pony? <laughs> I say a name in front of it? It's just Steamer. It's not Cleveland. It's just Steamer. I really hope that it's not a porn star, but I'm going with that as a porn star. I want this one to be a porn star. So no, I'm going with porn star because I really hope it's not a pony. <laughs> it is a little pony. <laughs> Um, I will Google one and try and find it here in a moment. Oh my god. <laughs> Make sure you have the safe search on. Make sure you have the safe search on. How Holy about shit. Uh, how about that looks like ruining your fucking computer? Yeah. How about Sunny Lane? Is that a porn star or a pony? Porn star. Porn star. I think so as well. It is in fact a porn star. Uh I'll do two more. Twilight Sparkle. That's a pony. It's, I believe so too. It has uh, a figure right there. Delicious bitches. And it's that's also strong. strong. Yeah. Yeah. I know that's a pony. <laughs> I have the figure right over there. So the last one I'm going to give us in this game of corner pony this week, sweet stuff. Pony. Pony. I'm going porn. But the re- result is pony. So, between the three of us, we tend to be able to know what is actually a porn star or a pony, it sounds like. Great for us! We have a magical superpower. Holy shit. Steamer is a generation one big brother pony. I wanna see it! His name is Trax. It's just, like, pink. Apparently it's supposed to be a boy pony, because it's a a big brother pony. He's pink with a railroad engine on him. Yeah, there there are male ponies, for those of you who are, uh, are not aware. There are male so he's a male pony with a train on his caboose. Yes, I have a picture. Yeah, I he wants to be a porn star. Like he wants to be a porn star. <laughs> this is a want to be porn star right here, guys. Want to be porn star. He's got a railroad conductor hat on, a bandana, and a railroad stamped on his ass. Guys, you to run a train on guys I have important announcement. Uh-oh. I am 99% positive I had that pony. You had a steamer? I am 99% positive I had that pony. You have to understand, as a child, I was obsessed with my little ponies because all I wanted was a pony. All I wanted was a... I, want, I, I almost killed a girl for a minty doll, okay? Like... <laughs> Oh my god. I am I yeah, I'm pretty positive I had that one. Wow. Uh, my sister had a ton of them. That was so every other girl I knew had Barbies, not me. Not me. It was my little pony all the way, bitches. <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here, I'll be honest. This game always throws me off. It's a fun one. When they I had this thing night. also at uh to drink, but they did a porn star versus He-Man character. Oh God! Because some of the names of the He-Man characters are just so awful that they really do sound like male porn star names. <laughs> yeah, it really does. But looking at the time, we should probably start wrapping up. So we'll just do that in our traditional way of sharing what we've been getting into, what we are getting into, things like that. I'm going to toss the Naki because ladies first. Hooray for me! Hooray um, for you! As I said earlier in this show, I will be at WindyCon this upcoming weekend, um, the 14th through the 16th. I will have giveaways, uh, raffles. We will be setting up a board game section of our table. Um, we'll be streaming some old ATG and stuff. Um, I really, really hope you all come out and see me and high-five me and play games and steal candy from me and shit like that. Um, please don't actually steal my games, though. I'll be really upset. And um, if you bring me coffee, I will probably high-five you ten times. Um, On top of that, uh, this week I watched the first episode of Flash. I caught up completely with Arrow now. Um, I have not watched Constantine yet. I stopped Gotham after the second episode. Um, And... I am reading uh, the woman who wrote Gone Girl. I really liked Gone Girl. She wrote two other books. One the I am reading right now is called Dark Places. 
I'm not crazy about it. I read Gone Girl in a weekend. I've been reading this book for a few days now, and I'm just not as into it. Um, I think possibly because the guy that they have named as the killer, um, remind like the way that he's described is exactly to a T of one of the kids I have. So Tim Tom? Kind of, no, Tim <laughs> we'll, we'll call him Mikey. Um, but he, 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 like the description is bright red hair with blue eyes and freckles, and that is, that is the kid I have, and that kid is terrible. Like I can't stand this one. So creepy. Um, yeah, it was really weird. Um, so I don't know if it's just because the the killer actually reminds me of somebody that I am babysitting <laughs> on a regular basis. But yeah, that's what I got for this week. Oh, and I finished Borderlands the pre sequel this week. That's what I did. I know I did something. What's your final verdict? Is it worth the buy? I wouldn't fault you for waiting until it's cheaper. It is a short game. Because, like, we finished it in... uh, We were playing two or three times a week um, as a group, and we finished it, I think, in three weeks. So, um, and we were only playing, like, a couple hours a night each night. Um, we finished the story. Now, we haven't finished the side missions, and obviously the DLC has not yet started rolling out. So, um, I mean, there's going to be a lot added to it. I did get to see um, why Jack wears a mask. Um, it's a really interesting, compelling story. I wouldn't fault you for waiting, though. I think that's going to be my plan. i got too many games I need to play, and this will seg nicely into what I've been getting into. I'm still playing Disney Infinity 2.0, and I had a moment of weakness last night when I was out and about, and I put in my pre-order for Halo the Master Chief Collection, which comes out on Tuesday, which I have off from work, and there's a midnight release, so you guys can probably figure out what I'm doing on Tuesday now. Uh, Masturbating furiously. That's Monday, not Tuesday. Oh, okay. (laughs) But good guess. Um, other than that, what else have I been getting into? I've been getting caught up on most of my TV shows. Uh, White Collar just came back, so I'm about halfway through that episode. I did start Constantine, like I said, and I am 100% caught up on Flash, Arrow, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. And very, very minor, well, it's not really a spoiler, uh, Creepy Ward is badass. I, I'm enjoying that character very much so in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And yeah, I enjoyed the, the fact they brought in Peter Burke from White Collar in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this week, too. Or last week, I guess it was. Whatever week it was. I haven't seen him yet. He's in whatever the most recent episode was. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Because they put it on Hulu a week behind, so... And I didn't watch this week, so I'm at least two episodes behind. That's really about all I've been getting into. How about yourself, Anthony? I have been getting into my comics. I have an entire room that I've made an utter mess of. I had to buy four new long boxes to start shifting my collection down as I put the last 18 months' worth of new issues into my collection. So I'm getting closer and closer to actually having 30 long boxes of comics. And yesterday, I, after shifting everything multiple times and moving stuff around, so far I have put letters A through F into the collection. So I know I'll be doing it for the rest of today. Yeah, I, I've got work to do. Because it's all about getting that done so I can get the boxes stacked up so that that room won't look insane so that I can get the house ready to put it up on the market. Um, well, so I know what can provide you entertainment while you do that. One of the fine podcasts on the Gunna Geek Network. Over at <laughs> GunnaGeekNetwork.com. There's my mandatory shill so Stephen can't get mad at me. Go ahead. Nice. Make, make Big Papa happy. we got to keep him happy. Um, other than that, I uh, went and picked up some of my comics. Um... Nothing too spectacular other than, yeah, the Spider-Verse stuff has been awesome. Uh, Spider-Man 2099 came out. Uh, Miguel is still fucking one of my favorite characters. They did uh, The Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Girl's Last Stand in issue 8. So Mayday Parker from MC2, uh, one of the characters that when they did the secondary universe that really hung around, her book got canceled, I think, two or three times, and multiple times the fans fought and had it brought back because it's a great book. 
It's a world where uh, Peter ended up losing his leg in the final battle with uh, Norman Osborn, and then him and Mary Jane have a daughter, and they name her Mae Parker, and then she grows up and, of course, inherits the spider powers. Um, the the Mayday Parker character is just fantastic, and this is her introduction into the Spider-Verse as uh, the Moreland's family goes around killing everybody. And then uh, issue 9 was the actual first part 1 of the Amazing Spider-Man Spider-Verse part 1, so Amazing Spider-Man number 9 of the new series, and it's actually Peter finally joining the group, which it's kind of weird because what they didn't show was that in the start of the Spider-Verse and edge of the Spider-Verse books, it was Doc Ock that was going around and gathering all the spiders during the time when he was sent to the future. But then in the new Amazing Spider-Man, the the spiders show up and get Peter to join the team. But those are the same body with different minds in them from different time periods. So, like, they didn't have... Like, Doc Ock wasn't there when Spider-Man and Peter Parker joined the rest of the spider team. But I don't know what happened in between. So... I'm assuming like that's going to be kind of filled in, but yeah, it's it's really cool seeing all the different versions of Spider-Man, and you got fucking Peter Porker, the Spider Ham, running around, freaking um, the Captain Universe Spider-Man from a universe where Peter never let go of the power cosmic, and so he's Spider-Man, but he's also fucking like un like he has godlike powers. Just all the different versions of him are super super cool, and then of course uh, they brought back uh, the Gwen Stacy Spider-Man, which is everybody's new favorite. And she's a badass character. But at this point, yeah, Peter's basically just really confused and doesn't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> well, that sounds cool. Yeah, it's a it's a good book. I'm enjoying it so far. It's the it's the first it's the first big Marvel event where I've actually signed up on my poll list to get all the crossovers, all the little side stories. This one I want all of it. Because I'm pretty sure even the ones Dan Slot's not writing, he has a hand in the plot of it, and Dan Slot's just amazing. I did forget one thing I've been getting into last week. I beat the absolute shit of Anthony Bachman in fantasy football again. Yeah, you did. I'm averaging 45-point bit margin of victory against you this year. The, 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 the Peyton Manning show did not fucking play a full game of football. That's we all I have about, to say. We talked about that early on in the show, and we said you were probably hating the Patriots this week more so than normal. Well, that and, yeah, fucking half my team's on a bye. I was like, wait, how did this happen? All my team's Denver, and then... No, shit, half my team's in a bye this week. What the fuck? That's okay. My, I'm in rough shape this week because my main quarterback is on the bye. But nobody else really cares about our fancy football. <laughs> so we should probably just start wrapping things up. You guys have any uh, parting thoughts for us before we close the show? Penis. Fair enough. Anthony, how about yourself? Well, what she's thinking about penis, I'm thinking about boobs. Fair enough. Um, before we close out, Draftsman in the chat room said, I'm hoping to be able to go see Naki next week and meet Boyfriend. Then you can have three people in one location for the show. And he goes, now what kind of coffee does Naki like? Yay! Draftsman, we be buds. And peanut I don't coffee. take cream, I just take sugar. <laughs> you just eat peanut, peanut coffee. coffee, Anthony? Don't pee in my coffee. <laughs> That's not what he I said. I said penis. He said penis. Oh. <laughs> That's not much better. I mean, that's just scalding your penis for no good reason. <laughs> All right, fine. Draft I mean, just dip your balls in it. On that again, guys, you have been again, listening to episode 100. That's way and... too much nut. That's too much nut in my coffee. <laughs> what better way to wrap up episode 132 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast than with a penis slash ball joke? Uh, don't forget, we stream live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern. Do the math all the other time. No, <laughs> too much nut. Too much nut. <laughs> I'm trying to ignore these guys really badly, guys, right now. I live at com. We're there every Sunday. You can hit us up on the various social medias. Let us know if you want to be a part of the show. We love having our peanut gallery in the chat room, so big thank you to the Draftsman, Neil, and Big Papa for joining us today. Don't and put Neil your balls in my coffee. <laughs> And Neil does bring up real quick, happy Bladed in 7 day to everyone. If you're a Mass Effect gamer, you get it. If you don't, that's okay. No balls in coffee. That's, that's going to wrap us up for this week, and we will see you next week. Bye, folks. God damn it, Bye. Anthony. If I have nutty coffee, it's your fault. <laughs> You'll love it. Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy on the Gunna Geek Podcast Network. 
you can find ATGN in a variety of places. Some of those include our website at atgnpodcast.com or on certain apps like Stitcher Radio. In fact, we're even on Gunna Geek's main website at gunnageek.com slash network where you can find all things good and nerdy and all of the other shows that are part of the Gunna Geek network family. If you want to get in touch with the show directly, don't forget you can use any of the social media methods like Facebook at facebook.com slash allthingsgoodnerdy or Twitter at ATGN Podcast. That's not your cup of tea for getting in touch with us. Don't forget about the ATGN hotline at 304-806-ATGN. We check it each week, so leave us a message and we'll get back to you and put it on the show. That's going to wrap up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Join the Adahe, Naki, and myself next week for an all-new live show at 11 a.m. Eastern Time at live.atgnpodcast.com. The music you've heard for both the intro and outro of this show were found on SoundCloud.com and are used in accordance with the Creative Commons licenses. Leaving Earth by Abandon All Hope is used as the outro of this show, and The Wind Waker by the Neskimos is used as the intro and slightly modified in both cases. To get links directly to these songs, go to atgnpodcast.com and check out the background music section.